Ladies and gentlemen, you cannot always be ready for night. What'd she say? When you're ready for the day. I, I don't I don't miss I messed it up. But hi y'all. Welcome back to her radio. I'm Des Kyron. Hey y'all, and I'm that boy Day. What's going on, child? And we are here to create a safe space for black and people. <laughs> we messed up. I messed up. It's okay. I'm sorry. But we're hearing everyone to realize the difference in creating space for black and queer people. Y'all know it already. Hallelujah. Yes, child. I was like, whoa, what are we doing here? What's going on for this? But y'all, that's that's what we doing. So, Day, what's been going on? Um, what's been going on. So, you guys, <laughs> let me stop. Did you get cuffed? Did you get cuffed for the people? I guess. <laughs> I get my did. advice. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. Well. No, y'all. He's been getting on my nerves, but they. What is this like? The first week? Yeah, they always get on your nerve like the first week. Second, second week. Yeah, like some first. That no, the second week it'd be like you get on my nerve. But then, yeah. But okay, we gotta talk after this. We gotta talk. We gotta. My mm-hmm. Mister, he got a nickname, Mister Cuff. <laughs> Mr. Cuff. Mr. Cuff, yes. What's been going on with you, child? Well, unlike that, y'all, I'm not getting cuffed in these streets. But <laughs> <laughs> but um I have been oiling my scalp and going to therapy like I tell y'all to. Um, nothing has been really been going on. I have actually I do have something going on. I am doing a sip and shop on December 18th. So if you are in the Metro Detroit area, come on out to the sip and shop. More details will follow soon. Tink, 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 tink. I'm doing that. And I'm in the midst of packing up and moving. So that has been kind of, you know, a lot going on. So yeah, um, so that is what I'm doing. So let's get into the first segment of our show where we talk about where y'all are getting it because we are just young and we are getting it and we display something that we've been going through or emotion and what has got and what got us through this week. So I'm gonna go first because they always say I always put him on the spot. I was ready to go first today, but go. Okay, go ahead, go, 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 go ahead. I'm not ready. No, you go. <laughs> no, you go. No, you go. Okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> um so an emotion I felt this week you guys um I've been biting my tongue a lot this week and if you know me you know I do not I let a bitch have it I rip holes we both have that quality yes I rip bitches new assholes and new pissy lips okay so um I've really been biting my tongue this week and, you know, I've just been trying to train myself because, you know, once, you know, I get out there in the real world, you have to bite your tongue. And I always used to tell myself, I don't give a fuck what a bitch say, bitch. I'm going to let you know what it is with that. Okay. But this week I'm like, okay, we got to come on, girl. We got to get it together. So, you know, I just been talking to God a little more like, God, I wanted to tell this bitch. (laughs) Mama can go share a motherfucking casket, but I'm going to just, you know, swallow that pill. So, yeah. Okay, question. Yes. How has that been working for you? Has it been working in your favor? Um, No, it's hard. It's my first week. I'm going to say no today because it's my first week, you know, biting my tongue. 
Um, it's new for me. You know, bitches usually kind of, you know, they already know the type of girl that I am and who I am. So lately, since I've been biting my tongue, bitch has been, you know, like, oh, is he getting soft? No, bitch. Uh... Out there that's listening. No, I didn't get soft. I'm just trying to train myself for corporate America. Yeah. So what's been going on with you? How you been, you know? What emotions you felt this week? So what has the last time Thursday? I'm trying to think from last Thursday to this Thursday. Um this week has been a wild emo week of emotions. Um I've been happy, I've been sad, I've been irritated, I've been annoyed. But y'all, my therapist, one moment. I was actually doing this earlier today. So I got this book, and this is for anyone who is very who wears their emotions on their sleeve and is very like sometimes you can be overly emotional. Um, this is for my emotionally available people. Like you sometimes your emotions just get the best of you and you feel all these emotions. So my therapist told me to get this book. It is called DBT Skills Training Handout and Worksheets. It is by Marsha Linehan. And all you do is you basically read this book and it's like a little workbook and you basically like write your goals down, what you want to work on. Um, And I'll share, I'll share something that I wrote. So it, it says like personal goals. So like I had to, this is today and it was like behavior that I want to decrease. I want to decrease overreacting and overthinking because I do that a lot. And it says skills to increase. And I said level-headedness and level-headed reactions. So, and I said, I want to increase mindfulness, skill thinking, um, interpersonal effectiveness skills, emotional regulation skills, and distress tolerance skills. So this week I have really been in this book and I've been using the tactics that my therapist told me to do and use when I feel certain type of emotions. And when I tell y'all, it has been working wonders. Like, because before I will have like one emotion that I like literally carry out through the whole day, but not only last for like 15 minutes because I'm doing what she told me to do. So yes, but I am crying more. I'm, I've always been a crier, amen. But I, I cry more, but it's like the way she told me to cry and like the tactic she told me, it's been working in my favor. So shout out to Tashi Poo. Yes, we love Tashi Poo over here at Hurt Radio. We about to, I'm about to see if we can get a sponsorship with BetterHelp at this point because... <laughs> We advocate for mental health over here. 16. Yes. yes, tomorrow I am taking a mental health day from school. So I'll be, you know, relaxing. You know, oh, that's right. We are. Yes. But yes, so that's what I've been doing. And like I said, that's what kind of got me through the week. So yes, emotional regulation. So let's go ahead and move this right along. So our next segment is where we talk about it. Yes, let's talk about it. Talk about it. So this is basically where we talk about things that have been going on in the media and in the world. And we need to what day? Talk about it. So the first thing we're going to talk about today is Kyle Rittenhouse. (sighs) My wig is itching. So um, Kyle Rittenhouse, if you don't know this trial, basically is this white boy. He was a teenager at the time when this taking place. He's 18 now. 
but he was 17. He basically crossed state lines, shot at some people, he injured. I think he killed some people. Killed uh, he killed some people. Um, it was a protest. I don't know what the protest was for. I actually, I had a, I'm, I'm looking over here. I'm, I'm trying to see. Um, but it was a protest. It was a whole bunch of stuff going on. Him and his people um, crossed state lines. They had guns and they were shooting at people. And it was a whole bunch of mayhem, contentiousness, and foolishness that was going on. So <clears throat> this trial has been like kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. As in like the media. Like it has, you have some people saying like, this boy is innocent. He didn't do anything wrong and he was defending himself. And then you have people saying like, convict him, throw him under the jail with who day? Olivia Pope and her who? Mama. Put, put him under the jail. This boy is a criminal. Lock him up. So we have like, it's always like that though. When we have things like this in the media when it comes to like politics and Yes. So we always have like these two totally opposite opinions. But it's just some things that have been happening, things that have been said and did in this case that are just kind of like, why? Shifts wigs for and says why. Um, so this is like some his defense attorney um Kyrie House um defense defense lawyer yeah, defense attorney says that Kyle Rittenhouse, then 17 was acting in self-defense last August when he shot and killed Anthony Hubbard who was 26 Joseph Rosenbaum who was 36 and injured Gage Grossenkrug I don't that's I don't know say that name and then he injured him who was now 27 and all these males are African-American males. They're not. No, they're white. No, the two guys it's, are black. Two of them are black? Mm-hmm. Which ones are black? Let me, one moment. Because oh. I just saw when the um, judge was allowing him to pick people for his... Um, what is the shit called? Uh, jury. Let me go to. I thought I sent it to you. These men are white. They are. Yes, according to CNN, these men. Uh, these are not black men. I don't want to say they're white, but they're not black men. I could have sworn they were. I'm sorry, you guys. You probably be thinking of Amal Ivory. You probably be thinking about that case. That's what you're thinking about. You got to be thinking about that. Because we was going to talk about Amal Ivory today, but we're going to talk about that next episode. Because we was talking about Amal Ivory. They said, and they were white, and they were black. So <laughs> many cases is just a lot going on. So um, in October, Kenosha County Circuit. Um, Judge Bruce Schroeder, oh, these, y'all, these white people be having some exquisite names, um, says the three men can, can be to potentially referred to as rioters and looters during the trial, but retained his longstanding rule that attorneys not refer to them as victims, because like I said, he doesn't like the word victim in the connotation that is associated with it. These white men just be saying anything. 
So Kyle has been charged with first degree intentional homicide where you have the intent to kill someone. Then he was also charged with first degree reckless homicide. Um, whoever recklessly causes the death of another human being under circumstances which shows utter disregard for human life and guilty is guilty. And then he was also charged with attempted first degree intentional homicide and two counts of first degree reckless, recklessly endangering safety. Jurors are also able to consider lesser offenses for two of the five counts. If convicted on the, mo on the most serious charge, Renton House could face a mandatory sentence of life in prison. On that one. So basically, long story short, Kyle and his people, well, Kyle went across state lines with a gun, shot and killed one, he shot, he killed one person and injured two no he killed two and injured one and basically is he was seen next to the police you know with his gun walking by and this is where the problem comes in where people problem is coming in is the fact that we have little black boys like Tamir Rice and Trayvon Martin who were literally minding their business. They were not a threat, but they were seen as a threat and they were literally killed because of the simple fact of them being black. Mm -hmm. So when you have someone like Kyle Rittenhouse, who was, who was a threat, y'all didn't kill him. Y'all didn't, y'all had this man walking free. And then like the, the white man that went in the church and killed all them people in that church and down South. Maybe they took him to McDonald's after before he before they before they um took him to where he needed to be taken. I think they took him to Burger King and McDonald's. They took him to get some food before they um before they took him away. He got him a little a little happy meal. Y'all, this tea is so good. I put my foot in it. You said what day? No, he did not. No, the people did not take him to go get nothing to eat. Mm -hmm. They took him to go get something to eat, child. So that is where um the issue comes in is like this boy was literally a threat he killed two people and injured one he was a threat and y'all don't and y'all are literally saying oh he's not a threat oh we they didn't put him on the ground face down put his put their knee on his neck like they did george Floyd. they didn't do that mm -hmm. so that is where this comes in um also <clears throat> kyle rittenhouse was seen at a bar the first day after the after the first day of trial drinking and and taking pictures with the white power sign thrown up <clears throat> sorry i'm got i think i'm coming out with a little cold but i rebuke that in the name of jesus um no sickness will enter this body <laughs> but, but yeah so he was seen at the bar drinking underage throwing up the white power sign gloating everybody like having a good time like oh blah blah and Honestly, to me, this just seemed like another case of white people basking in their privilege. Yep. With an assault rifle, by the way. If y'all were wondering what type of gun he had, it was an assault rifle. This I want to mention something about the judge. Go ahead, mention, Chad. Um, 
I don't I think this case is going to be I think he's going to be let go I honestly believe he's going to be let go because hey. one, several of states and cities they are preparing for riots they're preparing to box shit up again you know we're going to see the box stores and police officers everywhere so they're preparing for that so somebody knows something to the judge if you didn't watch the trial um i forgot which day it was but the judge his cell phone rung in court and do you want to know what the ringtone was they said it was a um what was it Say Donald it. Trump's motherfucking theme song for his 2020, um, 26, sorry, 2016 campaign. Okay, because then I see somebody else was like, that's not true. I don't know. I sing that, but that's why I, I, that's why heard, I, that. I went back, you know, because we got to do our research here. Can't be reporting false news. Come on now. I went back and I looked that bullshit up and it was very much accurate. Tink, 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 tink. And another thing um, during the case, he was referring to an old case he previously did like over a decade ago to this case where he was referring to uh, Black jurors as the Black, a Black, the only Black. Mm. And I was like, yeah, he also, the judge also said that like, we don't need no civil rights protester coming up in here trying to trying to sway the jurors' decision. Mm-hmm. We don't need no passes up in here. Don't come up in here with them. And that's what Mr. saying. And Jesse Jackson said, "Hold on now, I'm going to say." <laughs> Jesse said, "What I got to do with it? Why y'all put me?" <laughs> <laughs> Jesse was sitting in the back just watching. I said, "I know that's right, Jesse." But here's the thing with um with that statement when he said it, it automatically like made me realize that a lot of times back in Jim Crow era we talk about Klansmen and Klansmen Lucky is cutting up but um (laughs) um, hopefully y'all can't hear my dog back there barking because why is he cutting up like that but um like I said, anyways, back to it was it reminds me of Jim Crow era where they was having the Klansmen, they were having meetings, and they still have Klansmen now. Don't get me wrong, they are still out there burning crosses with their hoods on their heads. But it, rem- it reminded me that my grandmother always told me that Klansmen will wear these hoods and they will go back to being our doctors, our lawyers, our judges, some of your pastors business owners like these people were like police officers like heavy on it like that's what it reminded me of like these clansmen were literally like the people that was in charge and that's why racism was heavily embedded in our social justice system to this to this day because of the, the simple fact that it was built upon racism misogyny all of that it was built on that so that's what it reminded me of when he said that i was like child he oh so i was like when he go he probably was back in the day doing some shady stuff when it came to these and i'm like mm, i just can't when people talk about clansmen it kind of gives me like what you just said like a double life like they're actually hiding who they really are yeah mm-hmm. they're not trying they want to be 
and during the daytime, they want to be known as this father, this businessman, doctor, lawyer, or whatever they are. They want to be known as that. But then once it's time, when it's dark outside, they want to go to those little secret meetings and cover their identities. It's not, wash, show your face, show your true self. If you want to stand on something, if you believe something and you stand on it, show it through you, show who you are. But then that proves the point of... My eye keeps twitching. I don't like that. <laughs> that will then prove the point that they knew what they were doing were wrong. Because the fact that my thing is, like you said, if you have to hide whatever you are doing, then you're not proud of it. Then, then that means it ain't right. Mm-hmm. What I say a couple episodes ago, you never win when you're dirty. So obviously they don't think what they was doing was wrong because they was hiding their face. Because was Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Jesse Jackson, Jesse Jackson, is that that's the pastor? Um, yeah, that's the reverend. Reverend, yeah, that's the reverend child. That is Jesse Jackson. That's my old boss. I better know his name. Ooh, don't. <laughs> I feel like were they like were they hiding their faces? No, because they knew what they were doing was right, and they were fighting for justice. They were fighting for peace, equality, all of that, tranquility. They knew what they were doing was right, so they didn't have to hide. They didn't when they were when they protested. They didn't have to go hide and wear capes and hats and no, they didn't have to do that because they knew what they were doing was right. Mm-hmm. So then again, it just proves to the fact that they what they knew that they were doing was wrong, and they had to hide it. So, um, I think, I don't know when the, I don't think, I think the case ended or did it end yet? I don't know yet. No, it didn't end yet. It didn't end yet. It was supposed to end sometime, it was supposed to end sometime this week, but since tomorrow is Friday, I think it's going to carry over until Monday. Yeah. And hopefully they have it, they have a verdict by Monday or Tuesday because then it goes into the holiday. Then we're going to have to wait another week. Oh yeah. Um, like I feel like that. I understand. I feel day. They gonna let him go. Mm-hmm. They gonna they gonna let him go. It's gonna be another motherfucking riot. Um. So yes. So that was that. Um. Y'all, me and Day literally, we tell we tell each other. Oh, okay. We're gonna talk about this first. So you can talk about the next topic. The one you want to bring up before we uh, hop into our main topic. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. All right. Um, you was about to say something, or go ahead with my topic. Go ahead with your topic. Um. So we have some breaking news here at Hurt Radio. This past week, we lost one of our angels, Young Doll. Um, I'm pretty sure if you don't know now, you know. Preach. Mm-hmm. I ain't got shit for it. Nigga ain't none in this motherfucking world. Free. Yes, they had um, Dolph. He was gunned down in his hometown earlier this week. And we just want to take a moment of silence for him and his family. So everybody at home, let's take a moment of silence. All right. So we're going here at her radio. We're sending prayers to his family, to yes, show your wife, and you know everyone that lost somebody this week. Um, I wanted to talk about this not only because not only that it was sad, but because another celebrity, DDG, 
Um, he's a YouTuber and he does music now. He tweeted this the same day later that night and he said, your hometown be the most dangerous place to be when you make it, shaking my head. And that's actually true. If you actually, if you go think about like all the celebrities who done died in their hometown who was gunned down, think about Nipsey Hussle. He was gunned down in front of his store that he actually gave back to his community. And I thought about like, damn, People always say like, oh, you from here, but you don't come back to the hood. You don't come back to the city. You don't do this. You don't do that. You can't because you never know who's jealous, who's envy of you. Like this man, he goes to that cookie spot every time he went home. He don't even live in Memphis. He lives in Atlanta. He, well, he did live in Atlanta. I'm talking about Young Dolphin now. He, every time he went to Memphis, he went to that cookie spot. And it's just like really fucked up that y'all had to sneak him sneak and shoot at him now i did hear that he was busting back but uh, what that mean he was shooting back oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had to do the urban diction <laughs> not me not hip on on the word on the slang child y'all know yeah, yeah so busting back. Wanted... girl i'm like busting back what the hell <laughs> thought... we said i thought <laughs> Thought you meant like he he was selling drugs. I said that's a new time for selling drugs. Busting back, I ain't never heard that one before. Yo, so I just wanted to give my opinion and hear Sis' opinion about you know once you become famous or successful, not even fame, you just being successful in the, about coming back to your hometown and giving back. But at the same time, you have to be aware of the enviness in people who don't like you. So on. How do you feel about DDG's tweet? Um, I would say that he is... Cor- I, okay, let me pick my words right. Let me, let me talk. Let me pick my words wisely. I agree with his tweet. And, but I also... I don't want to say I don't agree, but I understand where he's coming from because a lot of the time, these rappers, they be from the hood. Mm-hmm. because if I become famous and I come back to where I grew up at I'm, I'm, I'm not going to have that problem right. but like I said these rappers and a lot of these people these rappers, singers um, like people that just get like fame in general a lot of them do be from the hood so it, it do be like it do be it is sometimes dangerous for them to go back to their home especially like Nipsey Nipsey was living, where was he living in Compton? Mm-hmm. From Compton? Nipsey was from like hood, hood, gang banging, like dangerous. Like he was from LA. Like LA, them hoods get dangerous, especially with them, the gangs. And like, so a lot of times it do be, it do, it, it is kind of dangerous to go back home because, yeah. Um, so I do agree. I I understand where he's coming from. I, I can agree with him on that one. And that's all I'm gonna say on that. Amen. Um, I also have some breaking news and refer to this. Uh-huh. One of our sources that we love to use, they just posted that Soldier Boy is temporarily pulled from the millennial tour, including Memphis Show in wake of Young Dolph's passing. What was why did I do that? Was they not cool with Sam Chad? 
I don't know. That's all that they posted for now. And we'll just have to keep you guys updated on our Instagram at Herd Radio. Okay. Well, I, well, I guess, you know, the young dolphin inspired me to go to law school. Period. <laughs> Not period. But uh, yes, when he heard that, he said, she likes to argue. So I said, that bitch, the law school. I said, well, that's me, dog. All I need is a man to send me to law school because I'm going to argue. Not no more, though. Because we going to therapy and we what? We all in our scalps. Mm-hmm. But teenage me was like, oh, yeah. We're our tongues because. Child. And uh, we're making tea. Real good tea with honey agave in it. I'm drinking water. I know that's right. No pop, child. Well, y'all. <clears throat> you said what? Kroger water. Kroger? Okay. Yeah, I ran out of alkaline. Okay, well, we can get jiggy with it, you know. Well, I'm about to roll up my sleeves for this one, y'all. So, Me and Marks, RIP to Mr. Young Dolph. And yes. We will be praying for his wife and two children. So. Yes. Um. So, me and Day have to come puff. We have to tie our hair up today for this topic, y'all. Oh, we get into it, the nitty-gritty. We get into the nitty-gritty. <laughs> So I had we me and they had to pull our hair up. We had to come puff today. If y'all can't see us, we have puffs. Um, I had to I had to pull my sleeves up for this one. And y'all already know what we about to talk about. And if you don't know, we about to talk about you know Danny Leah and the baby. Y'all, me and Dave, when we. Well, we agreed when we was talking about this episode, we was like, we're only gonna talk about two things. We're gonna talk about Kyle Rittenhouse and the baby. That was before Young Dolph passed. And then today we was like, we're gonna talk about Young Dolph for a little bit. But we was like, we only got two topics for today. Because mm-hmm. this topic right here is making my head hurt. Make my neck. You said what? That scalp itching. In this dry. I need to go all it. <laughs> so if you don't know what's going on basically danny leah is a singer social media personality the baby is a rapper they were i guess a couple i'm gonna say they was a couple allegedly to her well the the facts say otherwise but they were the post the, the post said otherwise but um they were a couple who was living together had a baby together they did the normal couple things then this week danny leah takes to ig um and if y'all don't know about the baby's past i don't it's a lot just know that's not a good nigga just know she knew the type of nigga she was getting into when she when she when she met him. Like just know that. Um so then on Instagram Live this week, they're arguing in the bed. Last week, because today, this week, last week, whatever. Recently, they were in the bed arguing on live, going back and forth. They argue, they get into a little scuffle, child. He calls the police. The police comes, removes Danny. Next morning. Danny comes back home. My little sleeves cut my little circulation off. Let me pull them back down. <laughs> the next morning, he on live addressing the BS. Danny pops up. 
out of the other room and he was like you a sad bitch you was never my main bitch you a sad bitch blah blah and wee wee woo and just all the things niggas say when I guess they have mentally checked out of the relationship but here is the facts the baby you had this woman living in your damn house first of all she wasn't living in his house at first she said and she posted, posted the screenshots and sis brought the receipts that he moved her into his house it was his idea for her to move into his condo yes because i remember she bought a house she, I had, yeah, she had bought a house yeah so after she made that money from that chris brown song um <laughs> what's funny i caught it i caught it you caught oh my god i'm not even trying to be shady but like y'all know she did the song with chris brown she, she made money off that she probably went to go buy her a little piece of house i would buy the song with chris, with chris breezy after that chris brown song she had a little coin she, going, she had a couple coins or two so she was like let me go ahead and buy this house and so he told her he wanted her to move into his condo which they don't live in they don't live in la they don't live in los angeles by the way they live in i forgot where they live at yeah they live in charlotte which is crazy i'm like oh i didn't know y'all live there um because either y'all in atlanta or y'all la (laughs) but um he moves her into his house moves her in had a baby with her take family photos mind you though it's been uh they never confirmed that he was the baby daddy. I mean, we all knew he was the baby daddy, mm-hmm. but she took maternity pictures first. Her maternity pictures was out before they even took family pictures. Yeah, this she is after the baby was born, pictures. though. Yeah. So they were taking maternity pictures together, family photos, taking lavish trips. I think he bought her some cars. Mm-hmm. Um, spent a whole bunch of money on her, bought her cars, clothes, jewelry, shoes. I want to say that he bought she, I think she said he bought her a house. I think I don't know, but I know she said she bought he bought her a car though. He bought her some, I think it's like two cars. Um, and y'all, he gets on Instagram live and doubles down on everything that he did and says she a sad bitch. I don't want you no more. Blah 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 blah. Woody woody woo. All, like I said, all the things niggas say when they immediately check out their relationship. And oh, so then that night when they got into it, um, I guess Danny Leah was kind of getting a little upset. Her emotions was high. So when she called the police, she was charged with simple assault. Um, so now if y'all don't know what simple assault is, simple assault is the act of inflicting physical harm or unwanted physical contact upon a person or in specific legal definitions, a threat or attempt to commit such an action. It is both a crime. It is both a crime and a tort and therefore may result in criminal prosecution, civil liability, and or both to better understand which incidents are classified as simple assault. Here are a few examples pushing someone away from you in an argument, verbally threatening, verbally threatening an individual with violence, 
raising a fist and moving in a threatening manner towards a person. So she was charged with simple assault because she was all up in his face, pushing him, blah, blah. And I'm just at a loss for words. It's like, speaking from experience, um, it's hard to leave a toxic situation. I'm going to say that. A lot of times it's so much easier than said than done. A lot of y'all be like, she need to leave. Why she still with him? She know the type of nigga she was. But I, and I just said that, like, she knew the type of nigga she was getting into before. But it's just like, it's hard to leave. Because once you end so damn deep, you feel like you can't pull yourself out. Mm-hmm. And... Miss Yellowbone just. <laughs> Yellowbone is 21. It's just like, I don't know. And then the other baby mama, she gets on Instagram Live. She's defending the baby. And Wait, she's you talking about Mimi or Mimi? Ed? He got another baby mama? Yeah. How many? He got three baby mamas. Don't he have three kids outside of her daughter? I thought he only had, let me look this up. I'm irritated because why you got all these baby mamas, dog? Well, London. It's giving, it's giving London on a track. Hmm. Oh, you, yeah. He has four children with three women. Because I think he has a, an older son, I think he's like eight or nine. Child says the baby kids, and who are the mother of his children? Oh my god! So he has Danny, Leah, um, Mimi, Mimi. We know he has Mimi. Who was and then, and then Latia, Danette, Latoya, Latia, Latoya. And then, like I said, Mimi. Um, I didn't know he had, I thought he only had two baby mamas. So Mimi got on Instagram Live defending the baby. And y'all, Mimi is pregnant by the baby too. With his, with his, with his, with the. Wait, that was confirmed? I think she said it. I remember, I think she said it. I remember her saying it. If it's not true, I'm sorry, then slap me on my wrist. But I think she's pregnant again by him. She probably is. I'm going to put it past her, but. I'm gonna go look. Go ahead. But it's just like, like I said, it's hard to leave a toxic situation when you're in it. But this is the reason why I always advocate for y'all to have your own because when niggas be done with you, they be done with you and they don't give a damn. He was gonna put her and his baby out because that's his baby too. Like, what? Are you serious? Um, and it's just like, and we're gonna go back, we're gonna, we gonna take it back there because this all stems from childhood trauma. Because, and maybe let's say maybe she did have a good daddy growing up, or mm-hmm. but it's just like when you're younger, for instance, my my therapist told me this and it was just like oh you speaking facts she told me this on our, my first session she told me um 
when you, she said, the men that you date are either a reflection of your father because you loved him so much and like that's the best dad in the world. B, he's nothing like your father. He's like the mere opposite of your father. Or C, um, the father that you thought, the father that you wanted. And a lot of times y'all hoes be dating the men that are A. I mean, B, the ones that are just like your daddy. What do you think? Which one do you think you dated? The, 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 the men that my past, I did A. The men that acted just like my dad. They, they were very emotionally unavailable. Very narcissistic. Very uh, manipulative. But they were financially stable. Meaning like... <laughs> If they gonna do all the other stuff they want, but I'm gonna get paid. Yeah, for it. I was like, them Jesus. <laughs> That's how a lot of the men that I dated, and then a lot of them, and I also noticed too, is that the, a lot of the men that I dated were way older than me. Mm. Like they were not way. I don't make it seem like I ain't like I ain't talking about like no four year old, but they were or they were older than me, like five to seven years older than me. Um, but when I first started doing, when I first got into therapy, I stopped that. So like my age limit, I was four years. Like you can't be more, more than four years older than me. I'm not going to entertain the conversation. Um, but like, yes, yeah, like talking to a 25 year old, the oldest man that I have dated, I don't, he was 31. Um, <laughs> I got you, beat, you said what? I think I got you beat. You, you got me beat child. What you got? I, maybe it might be illegal because at the time I wasn't legal. Oh, we're not. No, we're not going to promote illegal activity. <laughs> I was of age when I was. Let's just say decade plus. Okay, well, but no, like I didn't know he was thirty one until he didn't look thirty one. So, but no, um, so like I said, a lot of the men that I I noticed that I dated were like a reflection of my dad that and it was like the the character in the qualities that I didn't like of my dad so they were way older than me they were like I said just all of the things that I didn't like and so then after that I like got rid of all the men that I was talking to and and I when I when I looked into it I was like dang these all of these men act like my dad so now I don't talk to anybody now but like recently before I came up with a decision like I'm not in a relationship the men that I was dating or whatever they were C like something that I create in my head that I want um mm-hmm. like because I don't really have that good example of like the upstanding man but so that's why I created the, that's why on my a couple episodes ago I had that list of what I want because I didn't know like I didn't know the the characteristics and the qualities that I wanted in a man because it was just like I didn't have those displayed to me on daily on daily basis growing up it was just like my dad was real like well here got money and then that was just that was really it like like long as you 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 good you spoon fed you ain't need nothing else you don't need no emotional right. availability you don't need no emotional connectivity like you don't need that so I don't know I I don't know what type of father she has but it's just like a lot of times it does stem from like childhood issues and daddy issues and like I said a lot of y'all be dating y'all daddies 
whether he was a good man or a bad man, but a lot of y'all be dating y'all daddies. So it's just like, it's sick because I would hate for their daughter to date a man that's just like the baby. And the baby, and a lot of niggas say this too. A lot of niggas say that they don't want their daughters to date a nigga that's like them because they know they not shit. They know at the end of the day, they know they not shit. But I don't understand why, if you wouldn't want to, wouldn't want your daughter to date a man like you why not change who you are to show her what a man she should want in her life because niggas be trying to be act like they perfect that's the problem in order for you to change your ways you have to admit that something's wrong niggas don't want to admit that they wrong Mm-hmm. I done had conversations with dudes that have, like I said, like done me completely wrong, like dog me out, did some like foul stuff, and they be like, I ain't do nothing wrong. What you talking about? I ain't do nothing wrong, man. I, I ain't beg you to stay here. You ain't gotta stay. You you could have left. Like they, you have to admit that something's wrong in order to fix something, and they just be trying to be perfect. So that's why they don't change because like i said the first accept the first step is acceptance and they ain't ready to accept <laughs> but it's just like danny it's just like get it to, i don't want to say get it together but they both i feel for her because it's just like i feel for her but it's just like you have to come it's it's gonna be a point in your life and if you've been in a toxic situation like this and you've you've been in some some deep shit it's it come a point where you just like okay this has to stop i'm done like it's it's that point is gonna come but i don't i think this is kind of her point where she's just like i'm done because it's one thing about going through a toxic breakup or a toxic relationship but when the mess is blasted on the internet for the whole world to see and you cannot spin the narrative, you not you cannot control and quell the situation, that takes another toll on you. Because not only are you going through this shit, you got other people telling telling you what you should do in your business. I think she's done, though. Do you think she's done? No. I think she's going to be back. I think she's going to be back, too. I think she's going to be back. Not now, but... She's gonna be back. I think Danny said a while ago, and I think she put it in her song. He was saying like she rather she would rather be, and a lot of y'all feel like this, and I used to feel like this too. You would rather be in a toxic situation and have someone than be alone and be whole. Mm. A lot of y'all don't want to be alone and be whole because y'all need someone. Y'all have codependency issues. You have to literally codepend on somebody else. And that's the problem right there. I said this all the time. When you're in a relationship, your partner, like y'all are, y'all should not be codependent on each other. Y'all are supposed to help each other. Like y'all are supposed to, I don't want to say complete each other because then you're back, you're hopping back into that codependency bag. But it's just like, y'all are supposed to, y'all are supposed to come complete it, but then y'all are supposed to elevate each other. That's what that, that is for. You shouldn't be waiting on him to text and call you back. And if he don't text and call you back, then 
the world is over you upset for the whole damn blah blah and i know that's easier said than done because i feel like that a lot of times still to this day when it comes to these niggas like i understand like so don't feel like oh like he he don't know what he's talking about blah, blah, blah. like i feel you i understand but it's just like that is when you as yourself need to make the decision that you know what i have problems I need to go get help and I need help because if not, I'm going to continue to be in this never ending cycle. Somebody was calling me, but um, I'm going to continue to be in this never ending cycle of this bull crap. And who wants to go through that? You need to come to, y'all need to come to these relationships whole, leave all your BS at the door. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing when it comes to these niggas. These niggas don't be honest. They don't be honest with the people that they date and talking to or whatever, but they also don't be honest with themselves. Uh, a lot of these men, what I noticed is, is that they're non-monogamous. They're non-monogamous. They do not like monogamy. And that is okay. That is literally okay. You can be polyamorous and non-monogamous and ethical non-monogamous. Like you can be those things. Like so but it's like you have to be honest with yourself stop saying that you want a woman and then you want a wife and then when you get your wife or you get your woman then you dogging her out because you want to go sleep with x y and z like be honest just say that you're not monogamous if y'all don't know what that means that's what y'all y'all, y'all hear it or not you're not monogamous if you want a woman if you want a wife a girlfriend or goes uh, if you if you like men and women bob if you want somebody but you also want to be in these streets then that means you're not monogamous that means you you polyamorous you might want to go dive into the other aspects of relationships um throuples all of that like you may want to go dive into that but it's just like y'all have to be honest with yourselves and the baby don't be honest with himself that nigga got issues that nigga so angry he's so hostile and he just say things off like his dumb don't think about what he say or do i think he got a little man syndrome yes he has he has napoleon complex that's what that's called. For all of if if you out there talking to a little nigga, if he is below, <laughs> if he is below, how tall am I? I'm five ten. If that nigga is below five six, five eight, and he act like just just do too much, that nigga has Napoleon complex, little man syndrome. He need help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's trying to overcompensate for the fact that he little. He's trying to find that confidence in something else. Like a lot of the short niggas do be like, they do have Napoleon. <laughs> but it's so funny because y'all, I was just like, now as I get older, I don't like, I don't want him to, I don't want no man taller than me. I do. I'm short. You are short though. You got little man syndrome. I'm one of the girls. I'm one of the girls. So we all had a. But no. I like a like a little just like same height or a little shorter than me. Mm-mm. It gets balanced. You like them, you like them tall. All the, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to dive into like different aspects of like I'm telling y'all, after me and Big X broke up. Um it's funny because every time I say Big X, like y'all don't know which Big X I, they both have the name Big X. <laughs> So, but after me and Big X broke up, I was like, you know, I have to date different. I have to talk to different men. And the men that I have talked to ever since Big X has been like totally different. And they've been cool though. I don't talk to any of them anymore except for one. Like, but that's a friend though. But other than that, after Big X is just like, child, 
we gotta try different men. <laughs> but no, nah, he got little man syndrome. The nigga like to shoot, kill, steal, rob, kill, and destroy. That nigga Satan. <laughs> Cover of a in the name. But it's just like, y'all, y'all have to, I don't know what y'all have to do, but it's just like, y'all have to do so much better when it comes to these relationships and when it comes to this, because you don't want your kids going through the same thing. Really, I really think it is. A lot of people really never been in a real relationship. And if you have been in a real relationship, then you take your past shit into the new relationship and you really fuck it up. And that's when I'm saying, like, you're not coming. First of all, you're not coming complete. You're not coming whole. And also, too, that's a good, that's a good, um, that, that's actually good because a lot of people, I know in the Black, in the Black community, in our generation, we have kind of, a lot of us come from broken homes. Broken homes meaning that, like, you grew up in a single-parent household. Like, you probably grew up with your mama or you probably grew up with your daddy. Or if you happen to, you know, not be falling that category, you probably grew up in a house with both of your parents being married but that don't mean that that's even better because you could probably be in the house with your married parents and they bickering and fighting and your daddy cheating your mama cheating and it ain't working out so we a lot of us kind of do come from broken homes um so it's just like when you it's just like sometimes a lot of times if you're not seeking help you're just going to imitate the stuff that you see and a lot of y'all be thinking that that's cool and it's not making my scalp itch <laughs> and it's like and a lot of time, and I think here's the thing with Danny that she thought like she thought that she was above reproach when it came to the baby. She thought that he wasn't gonna do her like he did Mimi. I don't really know about the other baby mama, but he dogged Mimi out too. I think she thought that she was above reproach. And let me tell y'all something. I'm here to tell y'all today. One thing about niggas, niggas gonna nig. So don't ever think that you are above reproach when it comes to these niggas because these niggas gonna show you who they are Period. i'm a firm believer in that like these niggas gonna need now do i think there's good men out there yes i do think there's good men out there but y'all just keep attract y'all keep attracting these ain't good niggas because that's what y'all put now and another thing i think we need to start actually this might sound crazy we need to start listening to the baby mamas because they always tell us at the beginning yeah, girl, you think you got the bitch. You we'll and that's what I, they be they be thinking, and I'm telling you, these girlfriends, the wives, whatever they think, because like Danny, that I think Danny thing was like, well, he cuffed me, he bought me this, he did this, he did that, he moved me into his house. Like I said, you not above reproach, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like just because he did all that, like, and he still showed his butt at the end. He pulled his pants out and showed his butt. Like, girl, you thought she was above? You thought she was above this? Really? Girl, you thought you ate? Give me that fucking plate. But after seeing that, it was just like, I don't know. That's why I said, Lord Jesus, whoever this next, whoever this next man you put in my life, we already had this. Me and God already had this conversation. I ain't gonna get no more dogs. I didn't got the. I didn't. I didn't got the Boston Terriers or Yorkshire Terriers. I didn't got the Basset Hounds. I didn't got the. <laughs> I think the dogs is. I, I think I'm. I'm past my dog stage, but I said, Lord Jesus, like whoever 
come into my life next don't let them be like this I said because I'd be on snap like and that's why I posted on my Instagram I said I'd be somewhere on snap y'all like he did that well he, he said you just a side bitch okay I'm about to show you a side she, bitch I heard she already had a charge out on her but it wouldn't have been so much simple anymore once these comments. Oh, no, happened. it wouldn't have been simple assault, baby. No, this would have been <laughs> aggravated. Meditated. I read assault, baby. It what? was just a assault and battery. Oh, what you talking yes. about? Oh, his motherfucking noggin would have been knocked. Off. He said, when you said you were side, bitch, I would have went in that cabin and got some baked beans, hit him upside the head, like, here's a side, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh this is, that's a side baby she was that's too calm for me i don't know what it was she was the definition but she probably i'm telling y'all they probably do this all the time they probably they got to do this all the time they used to this mess they just yeah, blasted on the internet for this time all of us oh. and then here's my thing with y'all celebrities too and not even celebrities, people, because regular people on the internet, they do this all the time y'all blast right y'all busy on the internet and then y'all we give our opinion or Get we say mad. what we want to say then y'all get mad, mind your business. No, girl, you just have to blast us on like Fox 2 News. So I'm about to give you, I'm about to say, hello, welcome to the stage. I'm the reporter. You put, you the news, I'm the reporter. Get into it. Yes. You put it out, we're going to talk about it. That's why we talking about it. That's all. Ting, 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 ting. Like, that's why we talk about it. So don't get mad at us because, but the baby, he's no, he do that all the time. Like, he put his business out there and then he be like, don't worry about me, bub. I'm like, so then keep it off the internet because people are going to have their opinions. Like, and then y'all literally post, like, I have never posted something on the internet of that magnitude and be like, well, y'all need to mind y'all business and blah, blah, like, baby. And I don't think, and I don't think they, they, I don't think, I don't, I don't think they ashamed of this because when I think about when you shamed of some shit, you keep your shame shit in the back of your closet. Okay. I'm talking about the stuff that I don't want people to know. I keep in my prayer closet and my prayer journal like and deep stuff back in the reservoir of my memory i don't put this on front street for the people to know this is why we never know what's going on with beyonce and jay-z jay-z and beyonce could be bickering and fighting and beating each other right now we would never know i kid you not if that elevator did not have a camera we would have never knew about the elevator situation no because nobody would have talked about it they would have got on the blog and talk about it but here's another thing too after I seen this, um, and I kind of learned this with like my first relationship, is like keep your friends out your business when it comes to your relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, your friends, family, and like people in general. Like when you relationship, keep that between y'all two. Not so much of like secrecy, like, but a lot of times you we involve our friends in our relationships and i have to stop doing this too i stopped doing this too like especially like when it be like guys that i talk to or whatever and i'm always running to my friends telling them all my business it's just like no keep your business to yourself um to yourself to god and to your therapist that's who you need to that's who you need to keep your business to you need to talk to god about it you need to go talk to you need to get a therapist talk to your therapist about it because it's just like you all, when you tell your friends, they give you their opinion and you take their opinion to heart and now you wavering in your feelings and blah, blah. It's just a whole bunch of stuff and a whole bunch of opinions and emotions. And it's like, keep your people out your business. 
Like that's why that's why me and Day. That's why I be telling every time we get on, we be like, do we gotta talk? Because me and Day don't be telling we don't be telling our business like that for for like. I got a couple of friends that I do like Marisa. I be telling her a couple of stuff. You know, I talk our group chat seven people group chat like you know. But like other than that, hey y'all, hey y'all. But other than that, like I dial it down. Because before I used to go, like, I would engulf my emotions into y'all and be like, because I was talking to him and, and he said this and I said that and I was like this and I was like this and I was like that. And then y'all give me y'all opinions like, uh-uh, why he said that? And I'm like, I don't know. And then I'm like, you just stop talking to him. And I'm like, uh, I can't talk to him because I think you like him. And I'm like, and why you ask me for your opinion? I'm like, you, you, you know, you know the whole rundown. <laughs> right. So that's really like, keep your friends and your people in the internet out your business we don't want i don't want to say we don't want to know because <laughs> we don't want to know because we're going to talk about people it. don't want to know but it's just like for your mental sanity and your peace keep it to yourself to god and your therapist and, and fix it there you don't want outside factors coming in wavering what you got going on and this is my thing with the whole friend family or whoever you're telling I heard this earlier that usually when people tell you about their problems or relationship problems or whatever they're going through they talking to you they don't want your opinion they're just venting to you now that's our problem so we always want to be like oh she's telling me so I need to help her no they're just getting it off their chest because they don't have nobody else to go to so maybe stop running your mouth and just let her just be like girl get it off her chest and then she eggs, then that's when you elaborate and get to it and talk about it, talk about it. But if not, just be like, mm-hmm, girl, shake your head, listen to it. Even if you got to close one ear and think about something else, bitch, do, do that. Stop giving your opinions. Just be an open ear and a shoulder to crowd. <laughs> but also, too, here. Here's another thing, too. When I stopped doing this, because I hear people do this to me, and I, and I did this to my friends. Stop asking your friends for relationship advice, right? And then when we give you when we give you advice, you then don't take the advice that we give you. Like I, I hate that. Like don't ask me what should I do, and then I tell you what to do, and then you don't do, and then you do the total opposite of what I told you to do. So why would you make me waste my good breath and energy on that when I when you could have just because you know what you're gonna do. Like, you know what you're going to do. And that's why I stopped doing that to my friends. I That's why I told you, I stopped doing it. I stop every time I get into it, I, I got to call my friend. I got to tell my friend, well, what should I do? And then, you know what we all, what we always say? You need to stop talking to him. <laughs> and what we don't do? Don't stop stop talking to him. Because <laughs> so actually, ask? when I get off the phone with you, I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> I'm gonna call you when I get up. I'm about to call him when I get up on with y'all. After y'all tell me don't talk to him, like what are y'all talking about? So <laughs> that's why I'm like, stop asking your friends for advice. Stop venting, and it's just like, and like you said, like a lot of times people don't really be wanting advice. They just be wanting to run their mouth because they don't have nobody else to run their mouth to. Get you a journal and write it down. I'm telling y'all, if you find yourself always venting to somebody, 
I would say get you a journal and write it down. That helped me a lot. Like I be even not even a journal. You could type that. You could type it in your notes. Like I do the lot of times. Like when I be out in public, like, I just type it in my notes, and it, like it literally like feels so good. And then that's another tactic my my therapist taught me. Like whenever I feel something, like write it down, type it down, whatever. And it makes me feel so much better. Like write everything that you're thinking and get it off your mind and put it on your pen, paper, notes, whatever you want to call it. And it'll get you. It'll get it'll get off your chest. But back to this mess. I don't, do I think Danny's a victim? Yes and no. Um, she's a victim to this trash nigga. Mm-hmm. But the real victim here is the children. Y'all arguing in front of the kids. It's just like, y'all are creating generational trauma. And that would kind of piss me off. I was like, y'all are literally creating trauma for someone. That's why... I said, if I ever decide to have children or whatever, like me and my partner are not going to be arguing in front of my damn kids. Like, like we're not going to be doing that. Now, I don't feel like, I don't feel like whoever I'm, we're not going to be arguing either. Like, it's going to be a conversation, but it's not going to be like yelling and bickering. Like, I would never argue in front of my kids because it was just like, I've been in that situation where they like your parents be arguing in front of you and you kind of just be like like like, this is awkward this is awkward like I don't belong here this is your business this is not my business so and a lot of times it depends on how ruthless your parents they'll try to chime you in and get your opinion (laughs) I'll be like be like well what your daddy say did your daddy do this weekend and you be like uh and you be like I don't know but it's just like <laughs> stop arguing in front of y'all damn kids because y'all creating trauma and bondage in the mind when it comes to these kids and then they're gonna be thinking your kids gonna be thinking oh, okay this is cool they can do that oh that gives them this that shows them like this is the only way of communication yes and there's other ways of communication out there than bickering and fighting and hollering and then getting the simple assault case but mm-hmm. danny you need to you need to give the baby some shit with some bop in it, okay? <laughs> Something to make his whole little world shake. I say put that ass on child support and go about your day, baby. But yeah, I feel like she needs to really remove herself. She said she removed herself, praise God. Don't go back. Um, only time you need to talk to him is when it's concerning your kid. That's it. But like, then that's also too, like, y'all... If y'all gonna get mad at me. Y'all need to stop having babies with somebody y'all, y'all people y'all ain't married with. Mm. Because y'all be boyfriend, girlfriend, and y'all break up, and then or y'all just be like fooling around with each other, and y'all really don't want to be with each other, and then now your kids gotta go through this. When y'all could have been in a relationship, got married, or just really known, like, do I really like this person? Or do I really do I really mess with this person? Or do I not? Like y'all really be like really cool with it or not cool with it but y'all really just don't think and take the time to get to know the person before y'all just jump in um, stop using these babies to fix y'all fucking problems and y'all think yes and y'all think that babies and not saying that that just happened now because they've been doing this since the beginning of the time that mm-hmm. y'all think that y'all you and your man or whoever he is is in a contentious relationship or a contentious spot and y'all think that y'all gonna bring a little bubble guppy in and it'll sever the relationship? No. A lot of times that makes it 10 times worse. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Y'all think, oh, well, he really ain't. We been getting into a line. We blah, blah, So I've ever had his baby. Girl, he gonna resent you for having that damn baby because we all know that y'all wasn't supposed to have that baby because y'all both was in this weird, crazy spot. Right. And y'all wasn't supposed to have no kids. So now y'all bringing another life into it. And it's just like when y'all could have left that life out of it. Y'all could have passed that little bubble guppy on to the next person. Uh, but y'all obsessed with baby mama culture. Everybody want to be a baby mama. Everybody want to be a baby mama. Y'all cool with being a baby mama. I don't know why y'all cool with that. Y'all cool with literally being somebody's baby mama. Y'all want to be nobody's wife. I'm so irritated. I've been asked to plan three different baby showers. I want to plan a wedding, not a baby shower. <laughs> Not a baby shower. No, no, because baby shower meatballs is good now. You can have baby shower meatballs <laughs> at the wedding. I'm silent. I didn't ask to plan three different baby showers this year. And I was like, are y'all serious? When y'all gonna have a wedding? When can I plan the engagement party? When can I help you pick out your pastor doors? Like, what? Can we, can we... <sighs> like, oh, y'all just irritate me. Like, I'm tired of this baby mama culture. Y'all thinking y'all gonna be, and then two, y'all think that because niggas be having money, that that'll fix everything. Money does not fix everything. It's not, and that's the problem. A lot of these women, when they when they be baby mamas, they think, oh well, I get pregnant by this man, he got money. He's still the same nigga like Taekwondo on the street. Thing is, he just got a couple millions in his bank account, and this, them niggas still not paying child support with the meals, and they still not paying. And then my thing is too. A lot of men that have money, they know that they can do the things because of the fact, simple fact that they have money. Mm-hmm. They know that I'm going to keep her and her around because I have money. Like, what? I remember one time I was talking to one dude. He told me, he was like, yeah, you know, I do the shit I do because I know I got money. I was like, well, we're going to have to end this year. That was that was Mr. 30 year That was Mr. 31 year old. I was like, well, because you ain't going to have me on Snap. You're not. Because I have to beat you down. Okay, talk about it. Talk about it. But no, it was just like, um, it's just like, y'all just got to do better when it comes to this relationships. Ugh, y'all make my brain itch and my, my scalp dry. It's dry now. I need to oil it, y'all. Get lucky. Come get the oil for the scalp. Come oil my little scalp with your little paws, child. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just so much going on with these people, with these two. It's just like, I just hope they get it together for that poor baby. That's what that's that's who that's who really is the most in fact most important factor. It ain't the baby and it ain't Danny. It's the baby. And she wasn't trying to show her baby face that he gonna show that baby face. It just they just be ignorant, dog. They just be so ignorant like that. <laughs> How would you show that lady baby face? I don't care if it's half <sighs> yours. You knew she wasn't doing that. The baby shit. was cute though. He, she, I said he. The baby. You could be, be saying the baby and the baby. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of babies. A lot of baby on baby. Babies going on. It's a lot of infants. There's <laughs> a lot of little bass hounds. They said this next generation gonna be woot. Ah, I'm scared to see. I was thinking about this the other day. I said we ain't got no. I said when I said because our granny and them grand our granny and them generation they're gonna die off in the next couple twenty years or so. Damn, our mamas and generations they're gonna be gone. I said when we get old. These hoes don't know how to. These hoes know how to make pecan pies and 
pick greens and these hoes don't know how to. I don't, I said I could call my green right now. Post a pic on Instagram. All like, these hoes know how to do is order chicken wings and drink Doucet <laughs> and lay lays. They sort a sheen card is empty <laughs> and half off carts and scam. Like when we get old, who gonna who gonna who is going to be the matriarchs in our country when we get old? Because y'all hoes don't know what... I'm scared from when we get old. Because it's just like, again, who gonna, who, are, who are we going to call? Who, who is our great-grandchildren going to call and say, Granny, how you pick greens? Y'all hoes, baby, I don't know how to pick no greens. Back in my day, I was in the club shaking ass in the section with Aria Jada and them. Y'all going to be some <laughs> thick grannies. I want to let y'all know that. All y'all hoes oh get BBLs. Y'all going to be some thick grannies. And it ain't going <laughs> to... New hoes ain't gonna walk up the steps all that silicone. Y'all gonna be some silicone field geriatric grannies. Oh my god, they gonna look a hot ass mess. I'm just literally, I was literally this is about to clear my twins. What them hoes gonna look like? I'm like, I was I'm telling you, friend, I was thinking about this the other day. I said I could call my granny right now and be like, Granny, I'm babysitting a baby. The baby is hollering. What to do? She like, all right, baby, get some Vicks. Put some Vicks on the day. You know, they get put some Vicks up them nose. Uh-huh. Get that bottle. Put a little cereal in that bottle. Now. Don't be scared. Put a little cereal in that bottle. Mm-hmm. Loosen that diaper up. That's too tight. And get them a little rash down there. They tell you what to do. I can call my granny right now and say, granny, I'm sure to make some ham hocks. How do I make ham hocks? Baby, go ahead, get them. Mm-hmm. Put it in a little pot now. Put your little. They tell you what to do. When we get old, y'all, we gonna be teaching our grandkids how to order bottles and drink douce and, and make honey hot, honey hot Hennessy wings. Yes, <laughs> this is. I'm tired. I'm really tired, chat. Like y'all just really y'all hurting my head. Like mm. then y'all then my thing is too like y'all kids don't see this on the internet. Like when her baby get old, she can look up her daddy and her mama arguing on Instagram live. The internet is so powerful now. Just wait until, like you said, they can't look this. Wait shit till up. we get geriatric. Oh, God. makes my what did it make my wig itch? But it's just, I'm scared for y'all. Go natural this episode. We have to come natural, but it's just like y'all need to do better, please, for the for the kids and. If you find yourself being in a situation like Danny or like not or like like remotely close or if you know, you know, when you know, when you in a toxic situation. Get help. Leave and get help, because like I said, you ain't hurting nobody but yourself. I'm so irritated right now with the people. Oh, I, mean, I hate people. I hate people. I hate people. I'm so irritated. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I hate people. Call. I hate people. Because why are y'all acting like this? Mm. That's how I said, God. Next man, he got to be the right one. That's the next man. I'm, now I'm telling you, I tell myself, I said, I ain't going to be dating. I said, but the next man, he's going to be my husband. Because I'm. Y'all, and then, like, can y'all save us some baby? Can y'all save baby fathers out here? A lot, like, can y'all save us some baby fathers? Please. Wait, what you mean, save us some baby fathers? Please, like, can like? I'm so irritated today. Ugh, like, 
like please like i was this is this happened what was this so the last guy that i um the one that the one that you met mm. we gonna call him mr coney island mr coney wait you talking about when i was there yeah y'all was saying you only met one <laughs> Did I make it say you talking about some way like don't make me when we was in Nola and you was on the phone. When I was on the phone and when I was in when we was in the car. Mm-mm. We was in the room. Oh, that's that's the. <laughs> I'm trying to figure. Well, I only called one person in New Orleans. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That, no, that's not him. I didn't meet him till after I came back from New Orleans. The only person I called in New Orleans is the one friend. Oh, that's okay. Friend is that's the one. <laughs> friend, that's no, that's my friend though. But no, that's the only person I called in New Orleans. But um, the one that you met, like he, it was just like when we were talking, like we were talking, and it was crazy, y'all, because that's the one that was just like. That's when I knew I didn't want a relationship because he wanted a relationship. Like that's what he like. He told me like that's what he wanted, and I was like, I don't want that. And I didn't think I, I didn't really didn't want it from him. But then I really didn't want it when he told me one day he's like, I got to tell you something. I'm like, Oh Lord Jesus, what you got to tell me, girl? Why he have? Why he have? Why he have a daughter? And the daughter was five. He was twenty five. So that means he had his daughter when he was twenty. So that means the baby was conceived when he was nineteen. I, I was like, like mm. you, but you like him with kids. Yeah. Uh-uh, not with that S on me. Not one bubble guppy is good for me. <laughs> I don't want no bubble guppy. Like, don't come around here if you have children. That's why I don't, well, no, I was gonna say that's why I don't date older men now. But it's like, y'all niggas can still be my age and still be having kids, though. And then the thing is, like, you could be my age and have kids, but, like, that's a fresh baby. I was talking about fresh out the womb, four five months, baby. Like that's scary. And you know he's spending around the block with the baby mama a few times. Because a lot of times niggas and I, and I be telling, and I be telling my friends all this time when they talk to a dude with a fresh baby. Them first two years, niggas really don't know if they want, they still want to be with their baby mama, or like they still trying to figure out the family thing. That's why a lot of y'all see people. When they be having these babies, they be trying to like make it work. And I got a kid, I we gotta make it work because they really don't know. They want to have that family dynamic because like they be thinking like, oh, it's for the kids, but the kids be traumatized at the end of the day. But I'd be like, I'm not talking to no man with no children, let alone with no fresh baby. What do I look like? Do I have step parent written on my forehead? Mm. Then I remember, then I remember one of my, then I remember one of my friends told me she was like, "Well, um, my friend India, you are you know you know India, India was like, she was like, well, I think you should date men with, uh, she was like, well, she's like, well, not now, she said, but when you get a little older, you know, after you graduate school and college, I think you should date men with kids because you really don't know if you want to have kids, and I'm like, India, no." I don't know about that one because I know you don't want kids, but if anything, I know you would want your own. Right. That's the thing. Like, if I do decide, like, if I ever, like I said, right now I'm 50-50. It's kind of, but it's like, if I do decide, like, I don't want, I got a step parent. And then yeah, let me- I, 
I will. I know you will want your own. It's if like. Right. Thank you, Day. <laughs> India over there. India. I'm saying India, she be I love India. India, she be listening to you. India be telling me she like she got mad at me the other day. She was like, she said, You not having sex? I said, No, India. You know how India talks. She got that high little voice like all you not having sex. I said, No, India. That's why you're so damn emotional. You're always crying and shit. And you need <laughs> Not Indy trying to go good. You know, Indy was passing no condoms on the New Orleans trip. Talking about you got all these men talking to you. You can ask everybody asking for your number. You ain't gonna fuck one of them. No. <laughs> no, not one. Not one. Not one. Child. It's been so long. It's like old dried up flour. Need a little water, huh? Child, water that plant, child. <laughs> I said, Lord. <laughs> but no, yes, we just got out. But no, y'all, closing remarks, get it together. And if you in this situation, life after him and this situation does get better. Trust me, it does. Yes. Danny and the baby. You bitches need to get it together for that baby. baby. Well, y'all, drum roll, please. B, B, can I get that B? Can I get that B? Yeah, you, 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 can I get that you? Can I get that you? M. Mmm. of the week. Broke ugly and miserable. Bum of the week. Broke, ugly, and miserable. So, y'all, yes. this, this is the... Know. This is my favorite time of the show. Yes, it is, Zoling. So, this is the bum of the week where basically this person has displayed these three characteristics you have been broke you have been ugly and you have been miserable and this is not a good thing and like we always say you can be a redeemed hoe so you can be a redeemed bum of the week so what was your bum of the week last week let's start there do you remember that did i have a bum of the week last week oh we need to start writing this shit down (laughs) i'm about to say yeah because i was gonna say because who would i have a bum of the week uh we talked about travis scott and them We gonna we we gonna we gonna do better next episode. We ain't gonna sit here and think about that. <laughs> yes, because you remember we said they can redeem themselves. You can Let's redeem themselves. Yeah, but Travis, he's still a, he. That was my bum of the week last week. He's still in bum jail until to we resolve the issues. Um, so who is your bum of the week this week? Um, actually, I have two candidates this week. You guys. Well, first on the docket. First on the docket is the baby. What has what has what has he been charged with? <laughs> the ugly and miserable because he's not broke now. <laughs> the ugly and miserable traits of Bum of the Week. He has shown his ass. It was definitely the disrespect of you calling the police on your baby mother while your three-month-old child was there. Like, if she would have went to jail, like, you would have knew what to do with the three-month three, three month child. Come on now. Two, 
you gonna disrespect that lady publicly on live and call somebody's daughter a savage. She should have threw the nearest lamp at your head and busted the baby head. And oh, that nigga, I can just keep going on and on about him. Now, my second bum of the week is that motherfucking judge in that. Um, what's that boy name? Kyle Rittenhouse. Yes, that motherfucker or motherfucker. That judge, bitch. What is the black, a black, only black, bitch? Oh, don't play with me, hoe, about my blacks, bitch. And you need to change your fucking ringtone, you unprofessional bastard. The fuck? Now, them bitches, they ain't no redemption for them hoes. You hoes are sitting to life in prison without parole. The fuck? <laughs> bitch, I'm gonna give me a gavel for this shit. So when we declare these bitches, these hoes will be sentenced. For real. <laughs> now, who was your bum of the week? Wait, wait, I'm weak. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what is the date so I can write this shit? Damn. Oh, I'm gonna have to get myself together. Yeah. What is the date? Okay. So my bum of the week is oh, I forgot his name. But basically, he's a he's an ex-NFL player. Oh, I just saw that again. I think I sent you. Look in your DM. I think I sent you so I can find it find out his name. Basically, he was on camera caught abusing his girlfriend, y'all. He picked her up, beating her up, smacking her around in front of her five-month-year-old baby, y'all. He picking her up, slamming her, cussing her out. Ah, like, y'all niggas learn how to keep y'all hands to yourselves. Y'all really do need to learn how to keep y'all hands to yourselves. And y'all, it's just like, that is so sad. Like, his name is Zach Stacy. Zach Stacy, that is my bum of the week. That nigga is sentenced to life in prison without parole. Mm-hmm. That's death penalty with lethal injection at this point. Because it's like, why would you? And then my thing is in the video, and I said I couldn't watch the full video because I couldn't stomach it. It was like you can see the fear in like her, like when she when he had picked her up and slams her and she's on the ground, like she wasn't like a very like position and like she was all like you know how like when you begin when you little you getting a whooping and you kind of like all like you scared you tense up like her whole body is just like she's like in like a, a fetal position and you could tell like he trying to hit her and she trying to block it. and she's you could see the fear in her body and it's just like but she wanted it to stop yeah yeah and i'm just like y'all i be hating y'all sometimes like and that is so and i like no matter he was black that really showed that really made me and then uh, yes but a lot of black men do um not even black a lot of men period they do that no matter they gay straight bisexual asexual curious they don't they don't they be putting their hands on their partners like i don't know why they be thinking like that is okay like y'all we can like domestic violence and domestic abuse that is not okay Please. It's, never okay. it's never okay like why do y'all and i'm a i'm a firm believer of like i will never put my hands on anybody no matter what they say to me they can say the most heinous things to me but one thing about me baby i'm gonna cut you with this tongue this tongue is real sharp so 
you can say what you want to say to me. Ah, all right, go ahead. Because are you ready? Are you ready for my disrespect? <laughs> what that tweet say? Level. That tweet says I can match your respect, but you can't top my disrespect. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm a firm believer of not putting my hands on people, no matter what they say to me or what they do to me. So it's just like I really, when I see like stuff like this, it's just like, dang, like y'all really need to go back to therapy. And y'all need to figure out why do y'all handle and resolve all y'all issues with y'all fists in y'all hands. Right. Why do y'all feel comfortable doing that? And that's more of like a childhood thing too. Like if you got whooped growing up and you was probably getting whooped all the time and stuff like that, then that makes sense because that's how your mama resolved her issues with you when she was mad at you. When we started talking to you, she beat the living daylights out of you while you on the ground booty butt naked getting beat with a belt. So yes, that is who is my bum of the week. And he need help. Not help. He need help and he need to be locked up. And sis need to leave. Tink, 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 tink. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come. Wait. (laughs) Y'all, I just want to let y'all know a real bitch like me it's famous because a bitch JT from the city girls. <laughs> okay. My story. Yeah. I know that's right. I mentioned them bitches and they watch my story. Your picture was cute. I've seen it. <laughs> really? I'm about to give, I'm, you know, I'm about to give y'all one moment. So y'all, I'm about to give y'all some right quick, right quick for the people, child. Yes, these, these are a little long. What I'm, trying to, I'm about to send it to you. I'm trying to. Why they acting like me? When I saw JT motherfucker watch my story, I screamed. Scream, Mia would be so proud of you. Yes, I I called Mia. You I called Mia. I you know I called Mia. You I called said, Mia. Camille is the city girl queen. We have a friend y'all named Camille, and she loves the city girl. Yes, that she's not a city girl fan. She's a stand. She's a stand. She, she is the yeah. city girl at this point. She is the third city girl, very much so. <laughs> at city girls, if y'all need a motherfucking third member, my bitch, me. <laughs> hit up Mia at this point. <laughs> Mia and her best friend, Mel. Okay, they no, they live. <laughs> okay, we I'm we about to sing y'all a song because <laughs> I sent it to you <clears throat> because just like this is a song of parting ways and goodbyes so y'all ready wait <laughs> what song is this <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the lyrics I'm like I sent it to you child. he said what song is this you ready? This is. What I didn't is. even notice that. Wait, yeah, you know, <clears throat> he said, "Give me a beat, child. Give me a beat. I need a beat. I need a little snap or something." How do we do a go? <laughs> it's gonna be off. It's gonna be off. Okay, he said. <clears throat> he said, "Girl, we belong together." I don't have no time for you to be playing with my heart like this. Wait, 
I messed up the I messed up one moment. Oh, that was my bad. No, no, that was the beginning. <laughs> it was. I don't remember the beginning of this. Song. I, I don't remember. Okay, he said we belong together. And you know that I'm right. Why do you play with my heart? Why do you play with my mind? Said we be forever. Said it never die. How could you love me and leave and never say goodbye? When I can't sleep at night without holding you tight. Girl, each I try, I break down and cry. Pain in my head, I'd rather be dead. Spin on around and around. He said, although we've got beauty in the road, still I can't let you go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Although we've got the end of the road, still I can't let it go. It's unnatural. You belong to me. I belong to you. Oh. Amen. I'm not gonna sing that whole song for the people. Shout out to Voice of Me and Yes. They said, "What song is this?" <laughs> <laughs> I was reading the lyrics, y'all. I was reading the lyrics. I'm like, I don't know this beginning. And then this kept sounded like when you kept singing the first part, it kept sounding like Mariah Carey. We belong together. <laughs> we belong together. I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Well. <laughs> Until next week, y'all. I'm that's Kyron. And I am that boy Day. And I'll holla. I'll holla. That was a good episode, y'all. That was you know, we never shout out the Instagram or nothing. We girl, we gotta start, we gotta do a little better than that because we don't be doing that. We gotta stop, we gotta do that, you know. <laughs>